it, it's not really uh, a knowledge thing, uh, home ownership. It's just difficult in general. And people go to the doctor, you bring your car into the mechanic, uh, you protect those assets, but your most expensive asset, your home, uh, you're not really doing that. Welcome to Mountain Real Estate. I am really excited for my second ever interview. Uh, today we have Thayer Hirsch on with us. So welcome, Thayer. Thanks for having me. This is uh, my, my first uh, podcast I've ever attended. So very, oh. very excited. Oh, nice. Um, well, we'll see how it goes. It's my second in two days. So I'm very, <laughs> I'm a veteran here. <laughs> Um, why don't you tell us about yourself? Yeah. So, uh, my name is Thayer Hirsch. Uh, I live in Frisco, Colorado with my wife and two daughters. Uh, we've hopped around Colorado, uh, quite a bit. We've been in Boulder and Denver and most recently Summit County, uh, starting about a year and a half ago. Awesome. Yes. And I met Thayer through his wonderful wife who was like my first friend in Frisco and a her at school drop-off. So they're a wonderful family. Um, I'm glad it appears that way. <laughs> you put on a good show. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell us about your business and how it relates to mountain real estate? Yeah, so our company, Home Check, uh, started by myself and my technical co-founder, Ted Coleman, um, whose parents live up here, but he lives down in, uh, in Denver. So our goal is trying to simplify home maintenance. And our original idea was going around and doing home checkups. So I went out and got my inspection license, uh, went to various homeowners and did kind of home checkups. And then we put all the tasks within a app we created. So people could keep on top of what needed to be done with their home, whether it was things like emptying their gutters, blowing out their sprinklers, uh, or some upgrades like installing Nest thermostats, cameras, um, or like auto water leak detectors, auto water shutoffs and leak detectors. Uh, so that, that's how we started everything out. We're working on some cool new things right now to make this, uh, this company a little more scalable and expanding beyond just uh, Summit County and Denver. That's awesome. As you were just talking, I was like, oh, I wish I had there for this time. I wish I had something like this at this time. So it's definitely relevant. Um, but I guess there's there's varying levels of home ownership. There's the beginners and then there's the experienced homeowners that have had something go wrong. What is a piece of advice you would give a brand new homeowner? Yeah. So, I mean, home ownership's hard. Uh, I way back when used to be an electrician. I worked in the trades, installed solar panels. I consider myself somewhat handy. Uh, the first home we purchased, my wife and I, within three weeks, our basement started flooding. <laughs> and this was like not an old house. It was a, uh, I think it had been built within 10 years and we had a pretty rainy spring and it just, it flooded every night. I was up at, you know, when the rains came, I was running down there trying to, to air it out. So it, it's not really uh, a knowledge thing, uh, home ownership. It's just difficult in general. And people go to the doctor, you bring your car into the mechanic, uh, you protect those assets, but your most expensive asset, your home, uh, you're not really doing that. 
So our goal here is kind of to kind of bring that same sort of uh, knowledge and ease of a checklist uh, to, to home ownership and, and homeowners. Um, I think back to your previous question, you're asking, you know, how does it apply to like mountain real estate? Uh, we have really extreme conditions up here. Uh, as you know, it gets hot, it gets very cold. Uh, we have very complex heating systems because of that. And pipes burst, uh, ice dams form on roofs. A lot of things can go wrong up here. And we have a lot of secondary homeowners who are not used to these conditions. Um, they might have a little more of a mindset of set it and forget it. So uh, yeah, it can be difficult up here and we wanna help inform people on how to take care of their homes. That's brilliant. I love the analogy of taking your car into the mechanic. I would love to take my house. I was actually just at an inspection with a client and I was like, I need to bring that guy over to my house to just like double check everything. Yeah, it's um, the home buying process is interesting. You spend quite a bit of money on a home inspection. I think they start at like $400. Some people can spend more. You do radon checks and thermal imaging and all that uh, sometimes. And you get this awesome, robust report on your house. Uh, it can be like 40 pages long. You use it to negotiate it. And then you throw it in a drawer or save it on Dropbox and never use it again. So one of our goals is, is actually turning those inspection reports. This is kind of in our product roadmap for the company turning those inspection reports into usable data that you can use going forward with your home. I love it. You're speaking my language, real yeah. estate data, saving me from walking down to a flooded investment property when I'm pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we had one client who's, uh, it was their secondary home. Uh, this is before we were their client. They let's see, their boiler broke and because it got starved for oxygen because it wasn't properly ventilated and the heat shut off, the water main broke, I don't know, probably about a week later and then flooded for a week. Uh, so as you can imagine, thousands, tens of thousands of gallons flooded the first floor of this home. Uh, I mean, just the the, the, the water bill alone will be probably thousands of dollars and it probably caused, I don't know, 40, $50,000 in damage at least. Um, they had close to 50 fans down there, humidifiers, and took over a year to, to, to mitigate all that. Oh my gosh. I'm like ready to give you my money. How do I stand up for this? There's the <laughs> <laughs> you can go visit us at getahomecheck.com. Um, oh. but we'll, we'll plug, plug later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you've seen some experience up in Summit County and probably down in Denver. What do you think is the biggest thing that even experienced homeowners miss? Yeah. So, okay. The one thing we see across a bunch of our clients, uh, I think nearly 80% uh, don't have the right smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors, uh, or they're expired. So the typical smoke detector or carbon monoxide detector is only good for 10 years uh, before it is considered obsolete um, or basically not warranted to work any longer. Um, and so these smoke detectors, if you pop them off, you can look on there, it has a manufacturing date. So you can do some quick math for 10 years. It's pretty darn easy to figure that out. Uh, the other thing too is Colorado passed a new law 
probably close to 10 years ago after there was uh, carbon monoxide poisoning over in the Aspen Valley where a family uh, passed away. And now the, the law states that you should have uh, a carbon monoxide detector on at least every level and then within, I believe, 15 feet of every bedroom. And most homes we go into do not meet that standard. Um, furthermore, a lot of people use those plug-in ones. Uh, as you know, kids love pulling those out. So then the batteries die. Uh, we're a big fan of having the hardwired ones up in the ceiling. You Carbon monoxide is a, is a light gas, so it will float kind of up higher so you get a better better emergency response with the uh, the combo smoke and carbon monoxide detectors. I'd say that's kind of the biggest thing we see over and over, um, but happy to talk about other other items we continually <laughs> continually see. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one because it's so easy to forget about them and it like you don't need it until you really need it and then it's very, very important. so. That's right. Really and they're making some really cool ones these days. And this is something that, you know, this is a really easy DIY project. So they're making, as I mentioned, kind of the combination smoke and carbon monoxide detectors. The prices come way down on those. You can get them for around $40 a pop. If you upgrade, you can get some smarter ones, ones with voice control. So it can tell you exactly where the fire or carbon monoxide detector uh, is, is detecting it. So it can say basement or living room or kid's room. And then it'll tell you the parts per million uh, that it's detecting. So some cool stuff there. And then there's other ones that connect to the internet. So say you're down at your primary home, uh, you could get an alert on your phone and it could say, hey, there's smoke or carbon monoxide. Um, so you know that way. That's awesome. Yeah. So that leads me to down another path of, you kind of mentioned like nests and ring, and there's a lot of digital technology that can help people even when you're not there. Yeah. Uh, where do you see that going and how does that incorporate into your business model or just like where you see home ownership going in the future? Yeah, so uh, great point. There's a lot of uh, ecosystems out there. Uh, I think they're still really difficult to use. Um, some of the products, well, I would say the ecosystem is hard to use as a whole. Um, I've tried using uh, Apple's uh, HomeKit and we've, we've made that choice. It has a lot fewer products. I really like how Apple works. I have an iPhone and a MacBook and all that. Uh, it's still not, the integration isn't like perfect. So um, what would I advise is pick an ecosystem that you like. So whether that's Google Nest, or Alexa, or Apple HomeKit, uh, and try to stick with those products. I see a lot of people mixing and matching like Nest with Ring, um, and then throwing you know some other products that don't even communicate with each other. Um, being able to access all your products from at least one app, whether that's the, the Google app or, or Alexa or whatever, um, can really be helpful. You can set up a lot of cool uh, integrations, like for example, at 9 p.m., lock my front door and close my garage and turn the heat down to 65. Those are some of the, some of the nice things there. Uh, it's as I mentioned, it's still a little, it's a nascent industry, and uh, so we're we're trying to help people, guide people there. We're we're testing a lot of the products ourselves at our homes uh, to figure out what we like. Um, um, yeah, I guess that that's where we are right there. Awesome. Yeah, we installed some 
MISA. I don't know if that's how you say it, but they're, uh, we have electric floorboard heating. Yeah. And, and we can control them. We don't really do it because my husband likes to keep all of our thermostats at like 62 degrees, <laughs> but <laughs> we have the option of putting them up and down and like scheduling it via the app, which is really nice for when you're not at a primary residence. Yeah, that's awesome. I've, um, I remember MISA coming up in my Instagram feed. Um, it's cool that a, a independent company kind of found that niche with an electric baseboard. And there is a lot of electric baseboard up here in Summit County. So that's a, that's a great option. Yeah, it took a lot of research to make sure I, I actually bought the wrong one first. And then uh, ah. I learned a little, little Googling. Um, all right, so, so flipping back towards your business, what are your yeah. kind of near-term and long-term goals? Yeah, that, that's a great question. So we have our app. Uh, we got into both the Android and Apple uh, store Apple App Store about a month ago. You can look it up at Home Checkup. Uh, if you just search for that, you can download it. So right now it's uh, more or less just a simple task list uh, in there that you can request service from, and then you can keep all your receipts and everything there. Uh, we're adding a lot of new features in there. So we're gonna have contractor recommendations. We're gonna have some smart um, task list creation. So we can pull uh, information from variety of different databases and then create a maintenance list for you. So skipping that whole in-home home inspection, uh, we can do it a little bit cheaper. Uh, actually, we can do it for free and, and give you that task list. So that that's some of the things we're working on right now. That's awesome. That makes me really excited because these are such easy things to ignore and be like, I'll get to that next season or next season. And then you've owned your home for 10 years and haven't done it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Another, uh, let me, let me try that again. Another thing too, is uh, people put a lot of money into their homes, whether it's just regular maintenance or upgrades uh, and you don't really keep track of it. Well, I don't keep track of it very well. So within our app, we have like a receipt capture and you can put in the money there. So you can print out a report, a PDF report, and you can see how much you've kind of invested. So whether you're getting ready to sell your home, uh, you can look at, you can actually quantify the, the upgrades you put in there. That is so nice. We're thinking about selling a property and I'm thinking about how do I even start to go back because I am awful at bookkeeping. And my grandma, when she sold it to me, had a little notepad of every printed handwritten receipt. Right. And I just don't think about it. So that is a huge feature, especially yeah. for investors that want to capture those expenses as they upgrade. Right, right. Especially if it's not your primary home too, there's some uh, substantial tax write-offs you can use there. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners of Mountain Real Estate? Yeah. Uh, so... I'm a big, big fan on some of the products here. And one I'm gonna push, uh, I, don't, I don't get money from them, but I'm a big fan of it. Uh, we have it at our, own at our own home. It's called the Mow and Flow. And so what this does is it connects to your water main and it uses an algorithm to detect leaks. It kind of learns your habits, much like a Nest thermostat learns your heating and cooling habits. Uh, it learns your water. So for example, if it noticed uh, something going for four gallons per minute at three in the afternoon 
and it goes for more than, you know, five, six minutes, it's going to send you alert and then turn off your water. Um, it can also detect little small leaks in the middle of the night, pressurizes the pipes and then sees if there's a, a leak. Um, and it does this all without sensors. You can add sensors too, but it's a pretty awesome product. The cool thing is you also get a discount on your insurance once you install it. So uh, insurance companies love it. Um, people who want to uh, save help the environment because it kind of pushes you to use less water uh, and it protects your home, gives you good peace of mind. That's and that awesome. product again is the Moen Flow. And it's M-O-E-N? Yep, M-O-E-N-F-L-O. L-O, okay. Yeah, and uh, you guys can contact us. We do have uh, preferred plumbers who can, can do all those installs for you. Awesome. You have so many good tips and, and a product that can be so helpful and just knowledge about how to make life easier. So yeah. I love all of this. So there, where can people find you? Yeah, so you can find us at getahomecheck.com. Uh, if you want to reach out to me personally, it's there, T-H-A-Y-E-R, at getahomecheck.com. Awesome. And I'll put that in the, in the show notes as well. Cool. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us there. It was great to have you. And I learned a lot. I'm excited to reach out and talk more about this. Uh, thank you. I, I had a great time and uh, I'm glad to be part of my first podcast here. Yeah. Long time listener, first time uh, caller. <laughs> All right, this is Candace Day signing off with Mountain Real Estate.